Hey folks, I hope your week is off to a good start. Ours certainly is here at the Next Big Idea Club because today we're launching something pretty exciting, something we've been working on for many months, Next Big Idea Originals. This is a series of short form audiobooks from your favorite authors. Our ambition with these originals is to combine the best elements of great podcasts and great books. What do we like about podcasts, you may wonder? The energy of a spontaneous, dynamic conversation, intriguing archival footage and beautiful sound design, and a short format we can enjoy in one or two sessions. The best books, on the other hand, deliver thoughtful storytelling and build a clear argument in a way that leaves us with something concrete. We like to think that our first Next Big Idea original delivers on all of the above. It's called Immortality, A User's Guide, and it's hosted by acclaimed science writer, Stephen Johnson. You may have heard of Stephen's last book, Extra Life, A Short History of Living Longer. It was also turned into a PBS, BBC television show. It was about the doubling of the human lifespan in the last century. Now Stephen wants to know, can we do it again? Can we all live to be 150? Stephen talks with the scientists who are at the forefront of a revolution in the science of aging. We may not be able to cure death, but it's looking more likely that new tools will allow us to delay it. This, of course, could have all kinds of unintended consequences. Are we ready for it? Stephen delves into all of this with characteristic humor, sagacity, and insight. You're about to hear a preview of Immortality, A User's Guide. If you'd like to listen to the rest, there are two ways to access the whole thing. The first is to download our app, the Next Big Idea app, if you haven't already. Just go to the App Store and type in Next Big Idea. The second is to buy the audiobook directly from us and listen to it in your favorite podcast player by visiting nextbigideaclub.supportingcast.fm. That's nextbigideaclub.com. Dot supportingcast.fm. Both of those links are also provided in the episode notes. Okay, here's a preview of Immortality, a User's Guide by Stephen Johnson. Now, this is one of my favorite stories of all time. It's a story about life and death and catastrophic real estate transactions. But more than that, I think it's a story that tells us something important about our future as a species. It's 1965 in the lovely city of Arles in the south of France. There's a 47-year-old notary public in town named André-Francois Raffray, who believes he has stumbled onto a sweetheart deal. The French have a peculiar tradition of buying apartments en viagé, or for life, you find an elderly person with a nice home and no close relatives who could inherit the house, and you pay them a monthly stipend until they die, at which point you get to own their house or apartment free and clear. It's generally a great deal for both parties. The seller gets a check every month for the rest of their life without doing a thing, and the buyer usually ends up with a home that they've purchased at a fraction of its market price. Now. In Arles, back in 1965, our notary public Raffray thinks he's discovered the perfect setup for a for-life transaction. He's found a 90-year-old woman named Jeanne Comon, who has no heirs and a beautiful second-floor apartment right in the middle of town. 
They strike a deal where he agrees to pay the elderly woman 2,500 francs a month, about $700 in today's currency, until her death. And then the apartment will be his. As he signs the papers in 1965, he has to be thinking to himself that he's just struck gold with this transaction. I mean, even if the woman goes on to live to 100, Raffray will get the keys to the apartment well before his own retirement age. What Raffray doesn't realize is that he has just signed a contract with a woman who will go on to be the oldest human being that has ever lived. That's Jeanne Comon, interviewed on French television in the early 90s. Born in 1875, Calmont had a life that seems to defy our general sense of historical periods. She claimed to have sold colored pencils to Vincent van Gogh as a teenager. And yet somehow she lived long enough to see the fall of the Berlin Wall and the rise of the World Wide Web. She died on August 4th, 1997. She was 122 years and 164 days old. As far as we know, no human being has ever enjoyed such a long lifespan. And enjoy is probably the right word to use. While she outlived her husband, daughter, and grandson, she remained in remarkably good health well into her 12th decade of life. In one interview, she claimed, I have never been ill, never ever. She rode a bicycle up until her 100th birthday, savored one Dunhill cigarette each night after dinner as a centenarian. Neurologists examining her at the age of 118 found that she had the mental acuity of an 80-year-old. And what about André-François Raffray, the notary public? His sweetheart deal did not live up to its original promise. He died in 1995, two years before Jeanne Comont, at the age of 77. Because Calmont lived so long, he ended up paying her twice the market value of the apartment that he never got to occupy. And to add insult to injury, the terms of the contract dictated that his heirs would have to continue paying the monthly stipend after he died. According to an article in the New York Times, on the day Raffray died, Calmont, quote, dined on foie gras, duck thighs, cheese, and chocolate cake at her nursing home near the apartment. When asked about her arrangement with Raffray, she remarked, in life, sometimes one makes bad deals. It's the kind of story that you could imagine as a dark comic subplot in some indie film, with the hapless Raffray stewing on his deathbed about the terrible deal he's made. But I think it's also a profound story, and maybe a cautionary one. The life of Jeanne Comment tells us something about our future. Two things, actually. First, she is a harbinger of demographic changes to come. 120 is the new 100. The long arc of her life, including the extended period of general good health in her final two decades, that was so anomalous in the 20th century, will become commonplace in the 21st. But there's also something to be learned from notary public Raffray. His failed investment was a case study and how easily our conventions get upended when humans live much longer than average. Imagine a world where we flip the switch 
and suddenly everyone can expect to live as long as Jeanne Comment. It might seem like good news, but the planet would be thrown immediately into a maelstrom of unintended consequences and second-order effects. So if this demographic change is within the realm of possibility, then we need to start thinking now about what those extended consequences will be. Or else we're all going to be notary public referee, making disastrous decisions because projected lifespan didn't follow our expectations. So what I've set out to do here is attempt to answer just two questions. Is it scientifically possible that the outer boundary of human lifespan can be radically expanded with people living deep into their second century? And if it is possible, what should we do about it? That was a sneak peek at Immortality, a User's Guide by Stephen Johnson. To hear the rest, download the Next Big Idea app or follow the link in the episode notes.